Oh, my preference. And welcome to the Identity Podcast, right here, brought to you by Find Your ID NYC. Once again, you can go ahead and like our Facebook page, Find Your ID NYC, and even our Instagram page. And you can subscribe to our YouTube at the X Shows. If you like the Identity Podcast or want to just check us out, you can go find us and listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, any of your lesser known podcast apps, and even the Anchor Podcast cast app once again i'm your co-host caleb with my lovely co-host tyreek and we have a very special guest here today very excited for this week's show titled behind the scenes it is episode nine and here is our guest novak hey, hey, hey wait hold on hold on i don't get to be a co-host as well you are we have two other co-hosts <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, my, you're the guest, so you'd be the guest of honor. So then we would all be hosts and guests at that point. <laughs> I've, always, I've always been told that my jokes were corny, okay? So I don't feel bad. I, don't feel bad. I loved it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It feels so great to be back in the find your id world i miss you guys mm -hmm. so much it's like a great opportunity to be here and it feels amazing how are you well actually you should be asking. hanging oh, see i'm sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> no don't be sorry <laughs> i uh i'm good how are you tyree i'm doing very well um just taking a look at stuff i'm sorry about that i was preparing I'm all right. It's been it's been a lot going on. It's been so much going on, and as our live is here still, um, we are so happy to have you. We're so happy to have you here, and just like we just we're in we're in awe. Happy birthday again, like I said. Um, so shout out to that when we do have that zodiac episode <laughs> for all the believers there who are watching. But uh, primarily, this this I this podcast is to discuss identity. And at the core of it, we really just want to know what that means for our guests and even us. We asked ourselves the same question and we've learned so much over this time, just like how many different ways we can define ourselves and how much that we, there's more sim similarities and differences. So yeah. it's the human experience and we're curious to see how you've been living your life. How have you gotten to this point? The world's famous makeup artist, indeed. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes it glitches a little, um, by the way, so. If we aren't reading your faces and we make a weird face, it's probably because you're just a little frozen. But go right on ahead. <laughs> I just I want to start off by apologizing for my connection. If I start to freeze up or get choppy, please forgive me, guys. It's not done intentionally. I have no control over the service. But I once again I'm excited to be here. And if you want to know a little bit about me, well, I would like. So I started out doing makeup at the age of 18. And it wasn't something that was purposely done. It was something that was actually accidental. I um, was working at a clothing store called Charlie Ruth, and I was wearing some really cute shoes, but they were extra tight. And they hurt so much, and I was ready to really just go home that day, I'll never forget. And a Mary Kay consultant, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Mary Kay, but it's like a throwback when it comes to the, in the makeup industry. But I, um, she walked up to me and she was like, hey, I like your makeup and are you an artist? And I kind of lied to her and told her yes, but I was just wearing like 
nothing but drugstore makeup at the time. But she invited me to a American meeting. And it was at this five star hotel. Mind you, I'm 18 years old. I'm working for $5.15 at this time, an hour. And uh, she invited me to the Western Hotel in Times Square. So I went and bought a really nice outfit from Old Navy because that's all I could afford at the time. <laughs> and not that I love Old Navy, but I mean to go to a formal event, that's not something, that's not somewhere you will go to, you know, shop. So I get mm-hmm. to Old Navy and I go to Old Navy, buy my outfit, I get to the hotel and it's just extremely extravagant. It's nothing but beautiful women in pantsuits and skirt suits and Everyone just looks really established. And once I saw them, I said, you know what? I really admire these women and some men that were there. And I said, I want to be just like them. And I just studied them. I followed their footsteps. And I actually started working for the company for two years. And when I was 20 years old, I got recruited to work for Matt Cosmetics. And once I started working for Mac Cosmetics at 20 years old, it was just my career just went, you know, upwards because it was like a dream job. I was 20 years old. Mac was paying $20 an hour. It was a big jump from six fifteen, you know, to twenty dollars, especially what? in New York. New York is really expensive to live. Not and, to uh, not to go too so, crazy with your age. What year is this again? I was 20 years old when I started working for Mac. No, 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 no. What, what year? What, what year? Um, you don't want me to talk. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, so, what, oh, gosh. I was 18 years old. So I'm 33 now, you guys. So you guys okay. have to. Okay. What up? What up? The math. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just trying to put I'm the social climate of it uh, and where we are at the time, for sure. Yeah. Honestly, you guys, I. If I'm not mistaken, I believe this was around, when I started working for Mac, I think it was around 2006, 2005, around that time. Uh, what I could say, it was around the time that Destiny Child came out with um, that album, this album. <laughs> Lose My Breath album. I'm a big Beyonce fan, so I can definitely, I definitely remember That's that. how you remember? <laughs> that was your motivation. <laughs> So I started working with Mac Cosmetics and it was, I was with them for years, but it was a good experience because I got to learn so much. I got to work with so many different celebrities like John Rivers. Um, uh, at the time, 106 in Park was really uh, popular on BT. I used to do makeup for the acting crew, um, uh, 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 Marie Antoinette, who was free. And Terrence and um, the other guys, I forget, Roxy and uh, Ashley. That was a really great experience because I got to get really known in the urban community. But once I started working for like more upscale clients and people that, no offense, but that really had that bag, like how you know how, how kids call it this day, they really had that, like really had sustainable um, wealth and weren't just famous on social media and stuff like that. Once I started working for people like that, and it's like, do you want to go back for, to just be popular 
on like Instagram or Facebook or do you want to really like make some money and you know put yourself down and it's always been a struggle it's never easy you know what I mean it's not like every day of the year you're like oh my gosh I'm going to wear Louis I can go get it or I want to wear Gucci let's go get it or I want to wear something really nice sometimes it's really slow but it's how you save and it's how you invest your money and what you put your money into so that when those days where, you know, that income is not coming in as fast as you want it, you know, you're not getting those racks on racks on racks, um, you can easily go into your account or go into that stash that you have somewhere at home and say, you know what, thank God or, you know, thank the Almighty that I put this aside because now I can pinch, 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 pinch until the opportunities come back up again. Right. That's a lot. That was a mouthful. Uh, for all you guys listening, there was a lot in there. If you have any questions, please um, let us know if you wanted to um, to go back. And the fact to go back uh, for sure. I'm, I'm going to ask, um, can you go in and come back out like you did last time? If you if you don't mind. Okay. Because no that seemed to have helped a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's getting a little choppy. Um, but we are going to put some some of these comments up because so the last one was sustainable wealth is the goal is the goal. um as we wait for as is the goal right yeah as we wait for nevec to come back i know it's a little choppy guys um we want to make sure they have exactly the ears you know me and caleb are trying to keep up as much as we are too but i want to make sure that <laughs> It's all being heard for sure. Mm -hmm. so, Most definitely. Um, Once again, you are listening to the Identity Podcast brought to you by Find Your ID NYC. We are here with our guest of honor and our fellow co-host for tonight, Navek. It has been a fun show so far. Really, really intrigued by what we're going to be discussing. Uh, lots of different things here. It looks like. Right. <laughs> Multiple layers. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, worries, no worries. No worries. So yeah, I mean, so can we touch more on this um this idea of how kind of just like breaking out? I mean, eighteen is really young to really start be thinking yep. about anything career wise. Um, you know, and just being daunted by all these famous people that are also coming out at the same time. Most people would get caught up in the glory. And a bunch of other stuff and i know you personally so i know how much over the years a lot of them have been very interested in just like having you there just even for moral support so how how much has that strength um kind of been gained over time as you as you kind of gone through your life like like well, yeah emotionally strong uh, i guess <laughs> well i um i had a, i had a great upbringing Mm -hmm. I would say when I was young, you know, I had my mom, I had my dad, and everyone great, was there. When I got mm -hmm. to a certain, when I got to like around 13, 14, I kind of got to this like rebellious age where I wanted to just like explore my sexuality and, um, you know, just really find out who I am and who I really wanted to be. And, you know, I grew up in the projects and in New York, in Staten Island, <laughs> you wow. know, so like my family grew up like- I don't do a Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> Wu 
Tang Clan. I actually, I'm actually <laughs> from the same neighborhood that Wu Tang Clan. No way. I didn't know that. Wow. That's, That's so cool. cool. Yeah. And though, though I love the community, but we grew up really poor, you know? Hmm. And I just couldn't understand how my family could just continue generation after generation after generation, just stay in this one place in these four corners and just be comfortable with, with just life. So I always wanted to venture out. I always had this ambition to learn more. To, to know more about other people's culture. So it just wasn't about, it didn't just start with beauty and makeup because you said it was an accident. But it started out with just having an open mind to just wanting to know about everyone and not being biased and judgmental or even uh, 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 prejudiced to what other people believe. I always want to know about it. So at the age of 13, I started to really explore, but most importantly, I started to explore my sexuality. And once I started mm. to get more into the, you know, the gay scene and seeing what people were doing, my eyes started to open more to, you know, how people differently from where I live and how people were mm. like, like extremely extravagant and styling and flamboyant with how they look. And so I said to myself, mind you, I, I'm big on fitness now, but at the time I was about 250 pounds. <laughs> And, you know, it's hard to believe. Yeah. Like, hold up. You know, if I want boys to talk to me, I gotta drop a couple of pounds and I gotta, I gotta try to fit into these outfits and try to, you know, <laughs> get into these things and see what, what I can do. So, you know, oh. I, I focused on my health and I focused, and I, you know, I wasn't just. Even though I was boy hungry, but it wasn't just like all about boys. You know what I mean? Mm. It wasn't all about boys and just hanging out. It was about how can I be like, you know, or more like Alexander McQueen, or how can I be more like, you know, Donatella, you know, who I really admire, you know? Right, so right, even right, though right. I'm nowhere close to where those people are, but, you know, I've worked hard enough over the years to say, you know what, I can treat myself to really good things. They're really nice things because I work hard for it. And this, you know, don't turn my job into a turn my passion. How can I say that? Turn my job into a passion and turn my passion into a career. That's beautiful. I yeah, think that was very that. well said. Like, shout out to anybody that really heard that. I mean, you touched on so much there. And I think, um, you know, help, like, help me as I unpack this a little bit. But I think, you know, this transition was so big for you that, like, I feel like sometimes you're still processing it right now. Um, and like you kind of hit the ground running in a sense. I think you touched on the idea of having healthy mentors in your mind that are um, easy and attainable and ask, you know, yeah. something that you can aspire towards. That's something, because you know, Staten Island is an island. So it's not really much going on there. So even you just traveling into the city, seeing different things definitely changed a lot of that perspective. And I know a lot of our audience, you know, this is the first time we're really um, kind of like connecting into the idea of gender fluidity in a very deep way. And you're kind of like leading that forefront for us. So I appreciate you um, yes. sharing with our, our podcast. I um, I really feel like, like you said, it's, I, I think a lot of people want to hear just gender. And I think I, you touched on a lot of different things and I appreciate your candor with it. It's more than that. It's like a lifestyle thing. And it was something that you were already kind of like on your way to. And it's almost like this career was birthed from this new identity or this identity that was yours, you know, I guess it wasn't new, but 
But um, yeah, you know, it's so funny. I meant to, I don't know if you, um, if you're like a little frozen right now, but I, um, I remember you telling me a story about, um, and I was thinking about extravagant outfits when you were telling me. Um, um, you know what I'm talking about? Should I not bring it up? Okay. No, I was just going to say like how you used to like, kind of like, you were kind of into a very niche subject back then too, if you don't remember, um, which yeah. was wrestling which is very funny to me because it's like, that's an extravagant outfit. And it's like, you know, actually like taking a lot of these aspects of your yourself and making it into something great. So I do want you to talk more about like, um, I don't know, like, like it, there was just so much in there. I know you said it's not succinctly so deeply, but there's so much like transformation in there. Like it's a lot, like, you know, dealing with your sexuality. Yeah. It's going in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know me and you have spoken about this before. Like, <laughs> do you remember that? Oh, okay, you probably don't remember. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, think about extravagant outfits now, right? Look at how crazy those outfits are in wrestling. But no, um, I, I'm from New York City. I grew up in Staten Island, and my family's from Brooklyn, so I was always back. Forth, but I also lived uh, four and a half years in Houston, Texas. Can you hear me? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. Okay, I grew up in Houston, Texas. So you know, Houston, in Texas, a lot of people are WWF and W. Well, at the time it was WWF, but WWF super conservative. Texas. Yeah. Dude, I used to be hardcore. Really? Or not? I have like I used to be the hardcore champion of my town. Okay. Really? Like, I used to wrestle dudes. No, for real, Caleb. For I real. I down. Dudes would hit me with chairs in my head with barbed wire bats on my back, stuff like that. And uh, well, welcome to New York City. But um, dudes would hit me with all types of weapons, weapons, swinging in my head, and I felt like the Undertaker and like mankind. Like I used to be like that, but. You know, I don't know what happened, but I'm going to say something that, you know, may confuse a lot of the viewers. Let's talk about gender. Um, and that's about me, okay? Um, it may confuse a little of the viewers because I know at times when people at me, they see a woman or they see someone that's impersonating a woman. And, you know, they automatically think she or, you know, that's my sister, that's my girlfriend. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I don't identify as female. Right. I don't identify right. as female because I don't want to offend anyone on this. You know what I mean? No. But I mean, this is your story. Yeah. We, we have, we're going to have a ton of people come in. Yeah. It's, it's an identity thing. How do you identify yourself? Yeah. You know, the reason why I say I don't want to offend anyone because mm -hmm. I honestly respect and truly love people who come out in their truth and who just really be themselves and who are themselves and not say to be themselves, who are themselves and are really comfortable and make other people comfortable about themselves. But right. one thing I would say is that I'm confused or lost on who I am or who I was born as. Because you can ask Tarek, me and Tarek, me, uh, I used to work with Tarek uh, mm. uh, a couple of years ago, you know, I, I, and we used to hang out all the time, you know, and um, have dinner with, you know, the whole yeah, team. Yes, yes, yes. It, it's going in and out, yes. You know, it's going. How am I now? How am I now? 
Yeah, you're okay. Okay, yeah, I got uh, you. you know, it might be my question. I don't know. This is the ghost of the glam, you know, but underneath <laughs> it all, it's just, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Underneath it all, it's, uh, it's, it, it's a young, it's a young boy who is just, uh, 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 likes to be a strong, likes to be pretty, and who's just a feminine boy. I have not taken my love of being a feminine boy to confuse mm -hmm. me to believe I'm a woman. You know what I mean? As much as I love and respect women, you know what I mean? I love women and I respect them. You know, I don't, I'm not, I don't think I'm one, you know? And I feel like right. my sanity is what has kept me going this long. You know, because some people are taking all types of drugs, and they start taking right, right. and things, and you know it messes with your mentality, it messes with your emotions, and now you're just mm -hmm. a total wreck. Now you're in therapy, and you're just like mm. all over the place, and not everyone is able to deal with things like that. So I just feel that you know, for me, you know, building a brand from just this, it's actually clever. And I always remember <laughs> back in the day, and I told you, I'm 33, so you know. I was born in 1987. I'm not a you know spring chicken out the egg. <laughs> but I remember when I remember when you chose women or uh, drag queens, you know, at the time in the early in the late in mid 90s and early even early 2000s, when you looked great as that, it was an honor to tell people like, yes, I was a boy before, but now I'm a femme queen. Like you know, I look great. Look what I transformed to. But now it has gone to like, no, I was born this way. And this is me. And I don't know. <laughs> you know no, just, no, no, no. We, we're waiting for you. We don't want to interrupt you. I, I got plenty, plenty of questions. We actually have a question from uh, the audience as well. But wow, okay. what, a, what a mouthful. That's very difficult. I was going to, um, I guess before we go into the comment, I was going to say, because the comment kind of, I mean, you want to throw it up? Throw it up really quick, uh, Caleb. Um, yep. The comment that Imani, or the question that she's kind of going at to what I've gathered, gathered is like, um, do you feel that uh, that, feel that that is the general outlook of some men who dress in glam? Or do you think that perspective is unique to you? Um, mm -hmm. Can you take it off? Because it's actually obscuring yeah. um, in the back. Um, yeah, I, I guess she's kind of asking like, in your communities, and I feel like you're in a community of your own sometimes, and like you just kind of go through between communities. Um, so that might be a difficult question for you to ask, but what have you seen your peers kind of feel like um, in that way? And I, I guess I kind of wanted to go back to like, I have, it's a two-part question. It's like, how much of this is okay. the social pariah? Like you explain the glam or the outside, mm -hmm. what you give out, either for your career or your personal interactions, and how much of this is something that we internalize at home? Um, is is gender something that we can kind of like wear? Uh, is it something that, you know, is necessary? Like, I know a lot of makeup artists that kind of play both sides, but probably like go home and are totally different, you know? So. I understand. I, what I would say is gender is not something that you can wear. I feel like people have misconstrued the meaning of gender. You know what I mean? 
gender is who you were born as okay gender is Fair not enough. who you decided to change you know who you decided to be when you were seven or you were eight or you know oh i'm 25 i'm 35 now i, I feel like i'm a 35 year old i feel like i'm gonna become a 35 woman now, you know, right. with a six right. pack and, you know, a whole bunch of testosterone flowing through the body, you know? So I feel like people have misconstrued what gender is and made it for mm -hmm. what they want it to be, you know? And yeah. people, yeah. And, uh, 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 <laughs> and some people say, oh, I was born intersex or, you know, it's actually, the, the term is intersex, but people have made a joke of it and call it like hermaphrodite which is not, it's mm -hmm. a derogatory term for people mm -hmm. who actually have that issue. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah, so if it's like, for future reference, like don't say hermaphrodite because someone who's actually have, dealing with that can really take it to offense and you never know, it could be your boss yep. right there and then holding secret data against you and you don't even know. So, right, right, but, um, right. You know, people, people, are born, people are born intersex, but when you're born intersex, you have two reproductive Productive systems, mm -hmm. your body is predominantly one. It's either male or woman, and regardless. And okay. then that's when the, the doctors go in from young and they do that, that, uh, like Sincera, the, you know, the famous singer, she actually had a public interview on Oprah talking about that situation, how she had a extra genitalia of, you know, that was, it was little, but, you know, it was there. And the doctors did the surgery on her and you know but mm -hmm. she was born a woman a beautiful wow. woman at that and i'm actually pr really proud of her and where her life has taken place from where she has come from but you know right, so right. back to the topic so i feel like people have actually just made up in their mind you know because there's a lot of backlash for just being openly gay you know a lot of people a lot of people are you know some people the term DL or down low, <laughs> but what? sometimes I feel like that's not the case because bisexuality is real. People do like people do like both sex. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's okay for women to do it, but it's like demonizing for a man to do it. It's definitely a stereotype mm -hmm. and hypocrisy there. But it's also it's also like people do like both sex, and it's okay for women to do it. But if a man does it, is she shunned down upon? So that's why there's a lot of secrecy and not a lot of you know open and then when someone is sometimes people say you're being secret but sometimes people are just being private you know what private. i mean not, even not everyone come and say who they're sleeping with you know yep. not everyone's like oh i was sleeping with tom dick and harry not that's not everybody's personality so some people are just private and feel like nobody needs to know what i do in the bed and I actually like people like that because I'm not one to boast my relationship all over the place. I may post a picture and whatever people think we're friends or something because I feel like when you do the whole public thing, that's where it becomes an issue with people who don't even know you have an input in what's going on behind closed doors and it takes effect of what's going on in closed doors. And then now when you're alone, most people know where to be found. So when it comes to gender, how I feel about gender fluidity, I feel like this. I feel like it's not. It's not a thing. Really. I feel like it's not a thing. Yeah. I. I. Even at my job, at my old job, I was working at Sephora, and um, a, a, a great experience there. Um, but you know, it was 
we had they had it our slogan is everybody everybody's somebody and that's amazing i love that but it came to a point where we couldn't call or identify someone as he or she you cannot because sephora can get sued millions of dollars if you identify a male who is in a suit but feels like he identifies as a woman and you say hey sir and he's like oh my gosh I don't want to suing Sephora and he'll win a major lawsuit. You know what I mean? No people are identifying yeah. identify themselves as they, they. Some people rather be called they as him or she. They, um, I think it's Za as well. And I just think it's, it's, I think it's lessening your vibration. It's lessening your vibration mm. because it's like, damn. You forget you are, you know what I mean? And how can you be great? I know this is going a little deeper than what it's supposed to be. I always go there. But it's like not at all. You sleep. You know, you know how sometimes you go to sleep, you have dreams, you wake up, you can't remember them, but it felt like you went through like a, a movie. And you're like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I was somewhere like 10 minutes ago, and I can't, I barely remember, you know, the episode. It's, you know, sometimes because, you know, our vibrations are low and mm-hmm. we're not doing what it is that we're supposed to do to actually elevate our brains and to remember those things. And, you know, it's just it can be deeper than what, it's really deeper than what it is. You know, like people always say, there's always two sides to the story. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Questions? I'm babbling. I'm babbling. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, actually, there's a lot of different things in it. You got a question, Caleb? Go on. Well, a question, also a statement, kind of a point to, to add on to what you were saying, especially at the beginning of kind of talking about the misconstrued conceptions of gender is the fact that this is a historically factual thing that's actually occurred. In fact, there are um, several, several people that study gender and sexuality and they they have done studies and have actually looked back and and have seen how evolution over time this has come to fruition our our today's conception and um definition and even identification of what gender is and how over time it really just got messed up um and in fact there there are lots of little known facts like um the color pink was actually a male color deemed a male color and now as we've grown up we've deemed mm-hmm. uh, we've a society has deemed it more of a, a female or a um, feminine sort of color and and obviously i know for myself growing up um, there's the common thing where it's like, oh, only tough guys wear pink and all that. They even had companies had shirts and everything like that. And uh, it, it shows that uh, over time, our conceptions of, of what gender is and even sexuality and all that is simply just wrong. And I actually, I agree with you as far as the the basis of gender fluidity is it really a thing or if it is is it um necessarily what it what we i define it today if that makes sense yes and you know i'm grateful you know i'm grateful that 
that when I think of my makeup and stuff like that, that I still I still look decent. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> you know, I, I guess it's like love of self almost. That's yeah. the way I can, you know, to. Yeah. So, you know, I had a person, I had a person who was kind of, yeah, I had a person who was being nasty. It was being nasty on the train and I showed them a, old, a picture of me that I just did a photo shoot and I was like, you know, glam, glam, all done up. And to me, he goes, why do you do all that? Is it like when you take it off, um, the guy is going to say, oh, you don't look like what you look like. And I didn't want to be mean because that's I'm a kind hearted person, but I wanted to say it because when I take off my makeup, I don't look like you. You know what I mean? But I didn't want to be nasty like that. I was just like, you know what? I don't do this. I don't do this. <laughs> I don't know if a man. Right, right. I think that's what right. I think that's what people do, um, because people like this is the thing, right? And this is another reason why like people have to the conception gender fluidity, because mm-hmm. you have transsexuals, right? Beautiful right. women, you know, but they still have male genitalia. So. You say that you have, yeah. you say that you're a woman, you know, but you have male genitalia. But then you sit there and argue someone down for saying, or you know, bro, or something like that. And I understand they may be offensive, but you can't get upset. Like when people say to me, "Hey, sis," or "Hey, girl," sometimes they apologize, and I say, "No, no, I need to apologize because it would be a hypocrite of me to be upset of you calling me sis when I got on lashes." And, you know, too much nails, the whole glam thing going on. So I, I'm not upset about that. You know, but I do think yeah. it's confusing. And also, people do it for men. You know, yeah. Deep, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know. No, I, don't I was, I was gonna ask. You know? Like, I'm sorry. Did, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sometimes it goes in and out. I don't. I, it looks like we're done. I, I um wanted to ask because you mentioned something earlier when you were like, I didn't do it for boys. Remember you said that in the beginning. And how much of defining your like sexuality, which I think going back to what you said, I don't think you have to explain it to anybody personally. I feel like I'm very big on that whole like, and it's not even from like a traditional standpoint. It's just like, how much of this is really like anybody's business? Like, I'm not out here just like, I'm, I'm having sex with women. I'm over here having sex with women. Like who does that? But we're putting so much weight on those that are doing something that may be a little difficult for us to comprehend for them to give us something plain, some like full example. I don't think you have like, you know, I don't think you have to explain what makes you tick. You know what I mean? Especially when no one else knows what's going on. And the other aspect that you said, which I think is kind of helpful for all of our viewers and goes back to identity is who do you see when you go back in the mirror, you know? And you being a makeup artist, you can create a lot, but also you also know what is that bare face? What does that mean? And anybody that's had makeup done by Navek knows that um, he brings out the best qualities in you. Yeah. Transformation, Tuesday, everything. But Tariq, oh yeah, to yeah, you, you can shout out anything for sure. You can shout out. Yeah. We have a few, we have a few minutes left, but you know, I've seen studies, and this is not like yes, okay, this is stuff. I've seen studies where um, trans, transsexual women have cut off their, you know, their penis and, Ooh. you know, gotten surgery to get a vagina. 
And nowadays they do it where they can connect nerves and even make it look like how you want it. But after years of having it, the women are still seeing that they don't feel complete. They don't feel complete because deep down inside, regardless that they have this thing, they have this, you know, they, they don't feel complete because deep down inside, they know that the bones in their body and the heart in their body is male. You understand? Right. So they get the vagina to think like, oh, it's going to make them complete. But they get it, they'll do it the way that they were doing it the years that they were doing it before. So mm. you, and I'm saying that can understand what I'm saying, you put together and similar things. So you get the vagina, but you're still doing it, you know, from the backside. Right. So mm. it's, you don't feel complete. It's like you're doing it for someone else. Yeah. So you're doing it for you're doing it to someone else, and then and look at the statistic in you know suicide and stuff like that. It, you know, killing themselves and leaving notes and stuff like that, saying that, you know I damaged my skin, I damaged my body, and I wish I never did it. And it's heartbreaking because I know for a fact that people, my community, and people that live the way I do, a lot of us have really kind hearts. You know what I mean? A lot of us are really loving people and want to show love. Uh, and uh, uh, it's hard because society kind of like pushes you out, and especially if you're not like pretty or if you don't keep yourself, you're really outcast. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's just, I just honestly, overall, I wish the best for everyone. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not like LGBTQ um, activist, but I do know what's right and what's wrong, and I'm not going right. to sit there and just, you know stand back and let people get hurt, you know, for no reason, stuff like that. Overall, my people out there, I love you all. I am so grateful for um, find your, for you guys for having me tonight. I'm so Do you have to go? Like a disco ball. <laughs> oh, we're not over? No. <laughs> oh, no, we can we can go however long. We yeah, have. no, money is a big we go, for you. By the way, yeah, yeah, we wanted to take a look. We can go forty-five that. minutes to an hour. We can, um, yeah, we can keep talking. Don't feel like you have to wrap this up. I mean, there's some big topics there. Of course, we want you back on. First of all, she wanted to say, please shout out yourself. Okay. Can you just go in and come back again? Let me go refill my drink and I'll be right back. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. That sounds great. Is that okay? Yeah, take you? take your stuff off and come back in like you did last time so that it can kind of reset so we can get that Wi-Fi uh, on. I I want them to see because we're getting all these very glam poses of you. It's very funny that it's you. This is how you are naturally. But if anyone knows uh, in the back, this is how he, he actually moves like this. It's like we're getting all these like meme shots. It's very funny, but yeah, if, whatever you have to do, come right back. Um, and we can discuss a little bit. Of, I'll talk, I'll pick uh, Caleb's brain really quickly. So let me know when you're back. So yeah, man, I, um, that was, that was some, that was some interesting stuff. I have like some yeah. questions for sure. Like, I really feel like, um, you know, it challenges us to see where we are in the, in the midst of yep. everything, you know? And I think that I, I couldn't even imagine dealing with sexuality and trying to choose a career in the midst of such a struggling time, you know, um, in a time period that's like not as fluid as it is now. Like, you know, we are a little younger than, I'm probably not that much younger than um, in the back, but you know, there, there is a difference between um, time periods and time zones and 
I did want to touch on kind of like maybe how much of that has um, tied in and how much of that's changed. But, you know, I identify myself as heterosexual for sure. Um, I've kind of had ideals and ideas like that some of the gender roles are a little too kind of rigid and specific in a sense um, of what a man's man would be or what a Hawaiian shirts man's man would be. No, <laughs> sorry, I'm coming for Caleb, guys. Um, but um, yeah, it's it's like, I don't know. It's I think that it's beautiful that people are able to define and kind of come up with what best makes their identity. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I no agree there. Intended. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I mean, this is the identity podcast, right? Um, but yeah, no, so yeah, I agree with that. And um, Navek is back. back. Um, we do actually have a question, um, a comment, real quick on Facebook. Amani says, "What advice do you have for those who are struggling with their sexual and gender identity?" Which I was going to kind of bring up anyway, because oh. I wanted to pull back and kind of go into you know even having this cultural transition because you're not even fully American, let's be honest, you know? And I think that's something very dope too that you can definitely comment on. Like imagine going from this like traditional thing into another traditional place of American <laughs> ideology and just being like, like F all of that. And we're gonna just go to New York City and live in the town, you know? I mean, that's a, that's a big transition. So I don't know, explain okay. your journey, your time period, because people that are experiencing and struggling with this right now, at least have a lot of help. I feel like a lot of this wasn't, you had to kind of come up with on your own. So yeah. we're curious. I do come from uh, West African descent. Uh, my background is Liberian, uh, Liberia. My family is from, my mom is from Liberia. My dad is um, black, Irish and Japanese. So I, um, I, he's so silly, I really, <laughs> but I really, what I was raised by my mother's side of the family. So I truly identify with my West African culture. I speak the language, I eat the food. I, you know, it's, it's, it's a part of me. And even though they are against homosexuality, like mm -hmm. uh, tremendously, um, it's like the worst sin you could ever commit a, or crime you could ever commit even compared to like rape and pedophilia. Right. So yeah, so it's like there, a lot of people like uh, like me flee from there to come here and to just be free. So it's, it's really hard and it's something that's never gonna change. Um, you know, people try to work on it, you know, but look at America, America has a population of 315 million that's just one country you know what right. i'm saying africa is 20 times the size of mm -hmm. you know america it's not even how it's depicted on the map so you can just imagine the you know 200 billion you know what i mean <laughs> you know probably the amount of people that live there that are not even wanted for there's people that live in jungles forests you know meshlands but that's just going on topic you know but um Advice I would give someone who is growing up, especially in this society now, would, would be one, don't stop going to school. You understand? Mm. I feel like 
I I dropped out of high school. Okay, I'm not ashamed to say that I got my GED at 18. Um, but it was only because my father was on my back. My father was like, if you're gonna live in my house, you have to either get a job or get your GED. So I had that that punch in my ear to like push me because I was scared. You know that that fear from dad mm-hmm. that was like, if you don't do this, you're gonna get in trouble. But you know, for the, a lot of people don't have that. So I would say definitely stay in school. And it's something hard to say because school is where a lot of, you know, young young gay and lesbian kids, mostly gay, get, get you know, attacked at and get, you know, uh, 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 made fun of and bullied. But I would say the the fight, the, the, the struggle will be worth the wait in the long run because I had to become a makeup artist because even though I made it work for me, but I had to become a makeup artist because, you know, I have my high school high school diploma, you know? If I have my high school diploma, I probably would have been a lawyer or, you know, or uh, a forensic scientist because those are things that I, would, that, that I was um, into at that time. But, you know, everything happens for a reason, but I would definitely say stay in school, but most importantly, have respect for yourself, okay? Don't be out here selling your body for, you know, for change and stuff like that or for drugs. And, you know, have morals for yourself because when you have morals for yourself, people will respect you. And you don't even have to speak it. They'll see it and they'll feel it when you come in the area, when you come around. So I would definitely say have respect for yourself. Have respect for others as well. Don't be out here carrying out, cutting up. I'm, I were young and I know we're teenagers or young teens or young, you know, young adults. And I know we want to have fun, and that's perfectly fine, but there's a place for everything, okay? There's a place in time for everything. So don't be, don't be at the rest, don't be at, you know, at the pool, there's a whole bunch of kids in the pool twerking in the thong, you know what I mean? Because it's going to make people feel uncomfortable because there's children around. So I, I definitely say if you have respect for yourself, you won't be doing things like that, you know what I mean? It's like even the women that have respect for themselves, they don't do things like that. So if you, it's just and take care of yourself use a condom, you know, have protected sex. And actually that's my, that's my number one thing. You know what I mean? That's my number one issue is have protected sex. Don't let someone through your ear and tell you, oh, I got tested and I don't have anything to you. It's all gibberish. It's all mine. It's all deceptive to get your, your goods and, and to tarnish your pure body. You understand what I'm saying? So most importantly, and I will leave on that is to have protective sex. And if you're gonna have unprotected sex with someone, make sure that's your partner and your own partner. Not someone that's on the DL or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not someone that you think is, oh, he's straight, so he he, he got mad girlfriend, he got five kids. I'm good, because you're gonna catch with him. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> he got five kids, so he good, bro. You know, no, don't oh, do that boy. because do so calm. Trust me, I am sitting here. I'm a living proof, okay? Dudes will come and dudes will lust and fantasize over you, and that's all you will be to them. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's a fantasy. A fetish. They, yeah. they, they, they will have and they will use and they will abuse you, and then it will go back to their homes and their families. You know? Wow. And if anything was to come up, it's their their homes and their families and their wives who they would choose, even if they deeply 
have fallen in love with you or feel some type of way with you. You know, so you have to, mm. you have to, you have to. Because I feel like if you have self-respect, right? And this is getting deep too. Here we go. If you have self-respect, if you choose to indulge, indulge in those type of activities, if you get effed over, you're not going to be emotionally heartbroken. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you say, you know right. what? I know this guy and he wants me and I know it's not right. We are humans. We make mistakes. No one is perfect. And if this happens to you and, and you know, you have to think of this. Right. This guy, he's in, he's, you know, he has all this entanglement stuff going on and I'm about to indulge in it. But I have to go with the mind that knowing that this is an entanglement and that's all it's going to be. You know, I'm getting into my red table talk moment. This is going to be right. going to right. be <laughs> <laughs> love, falling in love with the entanglement. And now you calling a thinking woman, coming at her as a woman, and she, you think you're normal, but she's looking at you like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is crazy. You know what I mean? So definitely have self-respect and protect yourself. That's, that's my name. Is that I'm sorry, when you cursed, it was a horn. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. That was right, right on point. Um, oh, wow, that was, um, that's intense. That's so true though. Like, I think a lot yeah. of it, like you said, is goes back to what you were saying earlier of respect and really understanding what that means for yourself. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of help, you know, there's mentors out there. I'm sure Vivek would love for you guys to reach out and you can do it on some DM on slow motion, you know, and Vivek can, I, you know, like I always say, I don't look at myself as an activist, but if I can help someone, I'm always there to help, you know, because mm -hmm. like I'm 33 years old. And another thing too, another advice, guys, I'm 33 years old. You don't see me with slice marks on my face. You don't see me with, with scratches and bruises and all types of stuff, you know, because not saying that life I just go easy, out. but and life is still going on, but you can't also take offense to everything that someone says. You know what I mean? If you mentally know who you are <laughs> and you mentally know what it is that you like and you and you and your life is about accomplishing your goals and, you know, just focusing on what your future is about, someone can disrespect you. And some you, technical difficulties. Stand by. It, it, you know, it may bother you, but it will not. So this is the Identity Podcast. Um, we're getting into some nitty gritty stuff, man. Um, currently right now um it seems like i'm the only one out of the loop so maybe i'll refresh you're you're on how calm <laughs> doing um I, I don't know what's going on you can continue though to vex sorry about that <laughs> oh yeah, so here we go if, if 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 you mentally know who you are and you mentally are you know content with yourself and you are focused your dreams, your goals, and your aspirations, someone can come out and use the F-A-G-G-I-T word, or, you know, even if it's the N-I-G-G, -G, you know what I mean? If, if mm -hmm. someone uses those terms to you, it may hurt, but it won't affect you because you know what you have to live for. Because you could get into an argument with someone, look at the guy, the 20-year-old on the train the other day that got stabbed and died because yeah. he, got, he chose to argue with someone on the train that he right. knew wasn't mentally stable. Right, right. You understand? You're not P-U-S-S-Y or a punk or, you know, a, 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 a dweeb 
for walking away fight. It actually shows your strength. You know what I mean? And I, I believe in what goes around comes around strongly. So mm-hmm. you can do whatever it is you want to do now. But trust me, when when that energy cuts to you, it's gonna be ten times full. You know what I mean? So definitely don't like people are going to always be mean. I was bullied in school. I was bullied in uh, growing up in Texas. I was called fat or gay, you know, but it never changed my kind heart. And I never stopped smiling. I never, you know, I, it just, it never changed me because I knew that there's something more to life. I still feel that way. You know what I mean? I never get content mm-hmm. to where I am. You know, people, like I say, I'm not perfect now. You know, you do, you do get comfortable sometimes, but you have, it's for you to say, you know what, wake up, wake up, bitch, wake up. Like, you know right, what I mean? Right, get back on the right. get back on the hustle. Remember what it is that you were doing before when you wanted, when, you know, before you, before you mm-hmm. started to get, you know, before you started to get all, you know, the clients and stuff like that. Because what it is, is that as a makeup artist, once we start getting a certain clientele, once people are calling us steady, it's like, oh, the money's coming in. I don't have to do promos anymore. <laughs> I don't need to do this. And that's what kept you. That's what kept you on top. And that's what kept the money going. So Barbara doesn't come up one day and say, oh, we don't need to do promos anymore. We don't need to do 20% off. Oh, we don't need to get free samples anymore. There's always a marketing budget. Always. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing is ever free. No. Okay. Trust me. Those samples no. you're getting, it's, even, it's, it's, it's included in the max. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I don't want to give away voice, but, you know, but I, I, does anyone have any more questions? I, I, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm talking to Sangria. Sangria? Yeah, it started out with it started out with uh, Jack Daniels honey, which is one of my favorite drinks mm, because it's drink. really smooth. Like it gives me to me. I feel like this man's drink. And I feel like mm-hmm. I can with the guys when I drink it. Like, you know how the guys drink it either straight on the rocks or, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like I, you know, the girls probably put like orange juice and stuff. I'm like, with the guys. It's all business. I always put soda with it. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Goose Egg. Goose Egg is just totally disgusting to me. I, I Just because it's a Jay Z drink doesn't mean it's supposed to be like really tasty. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not with the hype. Definitely not with the hype. For sure. I um I know to uh to touch on something that you were saying before, Navek though, and I, I put it on the screen here. Remember what you were doing before. I love that. Um I, I think there there are many things that you've said so far in this show that that I think a lot of people can resonate with. Um and really however they they choose to do so. Um especially this, remember what you're doing before. And then your second piece of yeah. advice in, in your list of three was have respect for yourself and others. I, I think that's a huge oh. thing, especially especially um, the, the latter, you know, others too. Obviously have respect for yourself, but others as well, because um, we want to be treated, you know, how people treat us is we, we want to be yes. treated in a positive light as well. Um, Weirdo. Looks like we're having so you want Tyreek's back. <laughs> yeah, want, I don't know what the deal is now. You want to um, give a respect, so you know it's just it's just like it's just like segregation. 
you understand what I'm saying? You know, you know, this country has went through a lot with being segregated, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, African-American people in America, per se, have come a long way just to be in the same vicinity as, you know, Caucasians. And it's, it's, a, it's a major step. And, and, you know, I've dated guys before who I wanted to go to, like, a really nice restaurant, which probably was most likely um, were uh, 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 predominantly Caucasian. And he would feel intimidated. Like, oh, I don't want to go there. And I'm like, why? Because a whole bunch of white people there. First of all, let's not do that. You know what I mean? Let's not do that. Because, number one, if I can afford to eat there, we're going there. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I can afford to eat there, we're going there. But not only that, why not go? Why not go to a place where you know, people probably may think a certain way of you. So why not go there and prove them wrong? You understand what I'm mm. saying? Why not go there or order the, order, order the most expensive meal because that's what you deserve. You know, order a bottle of wine, maybe two. You know, sit there, have decent conversations. You're not obnoxious. Right. You know, you're not out here, you know, seeking for attention because the attention you want, it should come to you naturally. You know what I mean? So prove people wrong that people, not everyone who look like this or who may come from this certain demographic is like this. But -hmm. people don't want to do that. People want to go, you know, uh, you know, people want to go to certain places and they want to turn up, <laughs> you know, they want to be ratchet, you know, they want to be stuck <laughs> in a place. And like I said earlier, there's a place and time for everything. Mm-hmm. I don't like to twerk, like the chicken and get it popping too, but I'm not going to go, you know, I'm not going to go to Nobu and be acting stupid. You know what I mean? You're going to get escorted out and people are going to have this outlook on you. And you, people don't think about other people. And that's the thing. There's a lot of lawlessness right. and there's a lot of selfishness because you act a certain way can draw up a hate in someone that someone will take that out on someone else. I agree. You know? I agree. Once again, I always go. I always go a little deeper than what the question was, but um, also like you were saying too, um, Caleb, remember what you were doing before. Remember what you're doing before, especially from entrepreneur standpoint. You know, if you if you let's say. Let's say, um, like one of my um, endeavors starting now is I want to start a cosmetic company. And I remember Tyler used to say back in the day, like, oh, you just thought of makeup company. And I used to be like, nah, it's not something I want to do. It's so much you got to pay taxes. You got to It's not for me. But now, during COVID-19 pandemic break that we had for those um, few months, I really sat down and said to myself, like, Nivek, what did you do before? Like, why doubt yourself when you can start out with a foundation or an eyelash? And mm-hmm. what you did before when you were holding yourself to getting people always going out, you know, contacting people for dinners and stuff like that. And even with the pandemic, but there's still, towards um, like about a month and a half ago, things were opening, you know? So it was mm-hmm. like, remember what you did. Never forget your roots. Never forget your roots. That's what, that's what I want to say. Never forget where you started from and where you came from. That speaks to so much of this particular podcast because you're talking about the foundation and being super rooted into no foundation, 
included now. Uh, the foundation <laughs> of where where you yeah, I got quite a jokes too, but uh, where you where you start is kind of where you begin, and like the deeper your roots are, the better. And I think it kind of goes yeah. back to this idea of not, you know, almost feeling like you have to do these like visceral things. Like I'm not this. I know this may be a little offensive, but visceral things like maybe having to like cut off the penis or all this other stuff. Like I don't want to cut my cords to my mother and their ancestral and all that other stuff, but I am yeah. taking it somewhere new. But I think that what you said is true. And just from a Libra's perspective, I uplift people more than I ever do for my own self. So mm -hmm. allow me to like continue yes. to encourage you because it's, yeah, I can help somebody else like all the way into their whole entrepreneurship. But sometimes when it comes to me, you're like, okay, what am I doing? So I appreciate that. Yeah, that you're like jumping out. And that really so explains wondering. a lot to everyone. Like, you know, even the vet is still growing. We're also growing for sure. So. Life, life is a journey, you, you know. I, life is a journey, and I love love. You know what I mean? I love love. Mm -hmm. I'm so I'm I'm the I'm such an emotional person. I can sit here and like watch someone doing an audition, and see like their parents in the back watching them, and I'll start crying because it's that uh. the fact that they're the fact that they're making parents proud. You know what I mean? Like wow. stuff like yeah. that will make me like, oh my god. What's going on right now? Like, you know what I mean? I could see a story of someone going through something heartbreaking and empathically, I would feel it. like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. So I show that shows, that shows who I am as a person as well. But also, you know, not everyone has that. And that's why there's a lot of crime and there's a lot of things going on. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. But also, to touch what Tari said, you know, with the um, whole gender changing thing, there's no way I'm leaving this world without having some type of children. You know what I mean? Mm. There's no way I'm gonna die and not have anything living to say that I was here. You know what I mean? So I feel like just depriving yourself alone of children is is already something you already it's already like an X on the list. You know what I mean? Because children mm. will not only not only complete you. Because just the thought of the day that when I do have a child, my child can just be like three, four years old and run to me and be like, oh, daddy, you know, however my child is me, you know, it's going to make me proud. And I also believe the reason why I haven't had a child yet, because my child will change me. I believe that my child will definitely change me to, to, to a point where my whole life would not be about me. My right. life will be about my child. And mm -hmm. the well-being of my child, and you know, how, keeping the innocence of my child as long as they can keep it. So, I'm having fun. You know, I'm able to be with who I want to be with, and you know, have different people coming in and out. You know, sexually and however. So I feel like that when I'm ready to have a child, all that has to stop. And either I have to be a part of something serious or nothing at all because what my child sees and what my child experiences is going to be everything i'm i'm going to be a part of i'm how can i say i'm going to be a part of every single moment of my child's life because i know what i went through as a child so i right. know you know as as a teenager i was um i was a, 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 a part of a really big statutory case with sesame street and you know it, it really 
sucks because as a young, you know, music is my passion. I'm a singer first before I, you know, was a makeup artist. Um, I only focus on makeup because, you know, we were really talking about just like fashion and the beauty industry segment, but I love music and I am a artist and it means everything to me. Before I became a makeup artist, my parents did push me to be a child star, but it was really hard for me because I was fighting with being feminine and trying to be masculine at the same time. And it was my, my work and my music wasn't coming out genuinely and naturally because it was like, oh, this person is confused or I can tell this person is not really. And people aren't open to, you know, uh, 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 gay people and the gay lifestyle. At that mm -hmm. time, people were very just and very bitter. So like I've, I've auditioned for American Idol. I've auditioned for X Factor, America's Got Talent, Star Search. Um, I, 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 I sing the national anthem at Madison Square Garden. Um, I, I used to always sing the national ship in Staten Island for um, Memorial Day, and, and those things just really mean a lot to me. But you know, when I finally was like, you know what, I want to be fabulous, honey. <laughs> you know, I can't continue to be, you know, holding myself back and trying to make everyone happy. And it was kind of like quiet for my music career after mm. that. Now would have been a great time. You know what I mean? Right. And it still is. Right. It's right. Still, it still you is. Still have it still a is. Chance. But thank you. I love you guys for being positive. It still is. And I'm I'm looking for a way to incorporate everything together. Mm. I'm looking That's for a way to incorporate the music, yeah. the makeup, the dancing, the everything and mm -hmm. have that as a solidified brand where I can say, you know what, this is, this is my 401k, <laughs> you know, I, this is, this, this is, is me. This is gonna yeah. Like me. this is going to hold me back. So that now when I'm ready to have my child, all I got to do now is just go in my studio, do my makeup and do my hair and take a couple of pictures, come out and go back and be a parent instead exactly. of actually having, to, you know, actually mm -hmm. having to just like, you know, please other people and make other people happy. And sometimes that too, I keep going for ABC, sometimes that too can deter people from where they're going and losing their morals. Mm -hmm. I've been on Love & Hip Hop. I've been yeah. on uh, 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 Ink Crew. I've been on First Family of Hip Hop. And I had an opportunity to get an offer to be on the show. And I was just like, oh my gosh, actually I was on to, I actually was a makeup artist on one of the shows. They, they recorded me doing makeup on television, but they were like, oh, you know, we would love to have you do a little makeup, but we want you to be out of control. And we want you to cut up. And we want you to you know, do X, Y, Z. And I'm just like, whoa, dude, first of all, how much are we talking? You know, right, one. right, and I'm like, right. I'm here, cut up for 15 minutes of fame. Now, if I ever want to work with any of my high-end clients from like New York Housewives or anyone, just you know, or NBC, or, I used to also work time Warner um, as a makeup artist as well. Um, in the, uh, 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 the International Center of Photography, I also used to work internationally <laughs> um, with the Intercontinental um, Beauty Pageant for two years um, in the in the Caribbean uh, on a cruise ship, um, but. Uh, 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 back to what I was saying, you know, people lose people lose their their morals trying to be famous for five minutes. 
right. Because they dangle, they dangle something that you've always wanted your whole life in front of you. But I also want to go back to like, just to just to encourage you to say that, I know sometimes you may feel like you're behind, but as far as this gender stuff and just everything you were going through, you were ahead of the curve, you know? I know we're approaching the hour mark now, so we, we have to kind of wind down a bit, but you are ahead of the curve for sure. And I, I definitely want to have you back on and on just see like how much you've grown and like how much things have changed. I think that um, as far as it's concerned, like, you know, I think that maybe it was good that you didn't become a child actor. I mean, look at Britney, look at all of these other, like Caleb's a big conspiracy theorist too. Like he's very big. Nevek knows the industry stuff too. But um, so yeah, so I mean, a lot of it is like, you're like, now you're in the, the, the height of, of um, black business and you're in the height of like, you know, being liberal as far as gender and like mm -hmm. even your own perspective is something new and unique that it's not even part of the agenda that's being pushed. So you have a lot to say, you know, for sure. So definitely be encouraged. We're so happy to have you on for sure. I didn't mean to cut you like, the next story can go like super dope. I can't wait till you write the book and yeah, go, go, go. I'm not, I'm not cutting you off yet. I'm just, just throwing, throwing, um, letting you know that we have approached the hour mark. That's all. Right. Our book is definitely coming. It's definitely going to be interesting. But I, you know, I just turned 33 and it was nice. the first time me celebrating my, my birthday. And, you know, I was, I, I went out, I'm sorry, as I have to touch up because it's a little warm in here. And, you know, I can't be looking <laughs> crazy for the public. You do not look crazy. <laughs> 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 okay, now that we're back to normal, um, <laughs> it's just a little warm. So, also for you guys, I'm gonna have a mohawk. I'm a punk rocker. Oh, so, um, okay. so I, my, I just turned 33. It was my first time celebrating my birthday. I never celebrated my birthday. It was the first time where I can comfortably say that. I was able to do whatever I wanted and not have to worry about paying the bills tomorrow. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. And this is, not, this is not to brag. This is not to sound mm. boastful. But I'm saying this because I want you guys who are watching and who are listening to also be able to say this a year from now, two years from now, mm -hmm. or, you know, wherever it is, you know, three months from now, six months from now. And, you know, I, I, I went to... I went to a very lavish one and had dinner there. I went to uh, uh, the American Dream Mall that just opened. And I oh. just splurged some money in there. I even rented, um, I, I slept with cars, you guys. But I rented a Lamborghini for two hours. <laughs> and I couldn't drive it because it was too fast. <laughs> no way. I couldn't drive it because <laughs> so it was too fast. So. The, the guys drove us around and I took some really good pictures and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. I felt so good when I came home and slept and I said, you know mm -hmm. what, I'm just grateful. And I said, I pray that next year we can be like this again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, planning for things also help. When you write things down and you read it and you look at it and you see like, oh, okay, da -da -da -da. like it kind of, it resonates in your mind. And subconsciously, your, your your mind is like working on it, but you don't know. And you have to know how to work your subconscious too. But hey, 
it's hard. Like, doing a lot of drugs and it's really hard it's really hard some of us that like to like you know puff puff ass and you know like to drink could you imagine could you imagine the vibrations and uh, uh, uh things you would dream about and things you would vision envision about if you had an if you had a clean mind like a, mm. a sober mind but not a sober mind but you also ate clean and like you will be walking around healing people just by walking past them you know mm-hmm. what i mean and and i feel like you know like it's really crazy like when you think about it because people say well you're not a vegan well i don't always practice what i teach sometimes <laughs> 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 I mean, like, oh, i'm i'm not perfect i'm not perfect i no. have a work in progress i'm growing every single day and sometimes i do things that i know is right but it's like when you when you work on it that's how you become better you know what i mean when we just keep you know you know what i like liquor so i become an alcoholic now you look you're 25 but you look 35 and you're wondering Ooh. how come you know this is things are not going for you and you're not doing this because mentally your mind can't go to that state where you can say let me sit down and focus on what's the next step a lot of people run from that uh, that's a lot of reason why people go into those states because it's hard to quiet the mind and they can't do it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so. it's true. It's true. And some people will say you can't fault them. You can't fault them and stuff like that, which I understand. That's, I, I mean, I think is you're, you, you're a true inspiration to trauma and a bunch of other things, like even just coming on our mm-hmm. podcast and talking about things that, you know, I don't know if anyone knew, I mean, because they're probably going to hear it now, but just like, you know, how, you know, it was difficult for, for Demek to even say and talk to us, you know, and I've known him, him for a while. He's, we've had this conversation, but just going live with it and just talking about a lot of different stuff, you know, it's 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 big. So I, I honestly feel like it should be an encouraging inspiration rather than like give them, don't coddle them anymore. I'm, I feel like I'm just kind of like a little harsh about it. And maybe that's like the dad in me now because I'm just like, can you hear me? Um, yeah, it's like, it's like the dad in me. I'm just like, listen, like, you know, you can cry, but like we've been doesn't endure forever, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to use these scars to become stronger, you know? Like that Lambo, shout yeah. out to the Lambo, bro. Like if you throw <laughs> the Lambo to like an 18 year old Nivek, he would probably be fucking, he'd be, I'm sorry for cursing, but geez, like he'd be confused. Like, like there is no way, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's hard. It's easy to stay where, where it hurts. You can do it too if you save up for it. You know, like yep. when like when I went on uh, my helicopter ride, right? Mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. were like, "Oh my God, you balling! You on a helicopter ride over New York City?" First of all, that was only two hundred dollars. You know, but <laughs> you just never think because you just think it's expensive, right? Yeah, you would never exactly. think to check. Yeah. People don't look, people don't, people don't. They limit themselves. Like with the restaurant thing, you know, some people don't think of themselves as great. So they'll be Mm. uncomfortable looking for places. Even sometimes when people try to talk, when people want to talk to me or people are interested in me, some people feel intimidated because they think that they come to me, I'm going to be all bad and bougie or whatever. And I'm going to be bad, but I'm not bougie. You know? (laughs) Yeah, I may be bad. 
I, I was so home. funny. Yeah, like, that's so funny. You don't know. Like, I'm gonna need somebody to buy me a drink. Right? You don't know what time it is. You never know what someone will go through. I might have rented a Lambo yesterday. Don't judge a book. <laughs> Dude, guy was driving so fast. I, I could imagine. I'd be so afraid. I don't like fast cars at all. <laughs> That's so funny. No, it's um just to kind of wrap things up. Fabiana actually um was on the show last show, and she kind of touched on the ideas of um valuing yourself and putting that out there. And that's something that's something that is hard, especially nowadays. Like you know, whether it be your clothes, your makeup, how you identify yourself in gender, you know, think highly of it. Whatever decisions that are coming from inside matter. You know, matter. Yes, you know, you have so much for yourself and others. I, I live in the Bronx, right? And a lot of people have, you know, a bad outlook on the Bronx and whatever. But when I was, when I found out I was going to be moving here, I actually was excited because I was going to be embarking on a new journey in my life. I've never, I've barely, mm -hmm. only been to the Bronx twice in my, all the years I've lived here. And there's some really beautiful neighborhoods in the Bronx. But right. I live in one of them. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am a true New Yorker. I live in a if you come to my neighborhood, you'll be like, yeah, this is New York City. But it's how you make the best of your situation. You right. know what I mean? I am I, in a one-bedroom apartment. I came in here. Mm -hmm. It was a little upside down, but I said, you know what? I'm going to invest in it. I'm going to get this place painted. I'm going to switch the floors. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the bathroom mm -hmm. over. I'm going to do my kitchen. And now I have my... You know my my studio where I can come in here with my lights, and I made this place my own where I can lay down on the floor and I can be comfortable and, and say like this is my place. So people, you know, it doesn't just come, it doesn't. You don't just go to a place and it's like, oh, you know, I have sixty thousand dollars. I want this place. No, you get somewhere, you work hard on it, mm -hmm. you make it your own, and then that way you can appreciate it more and you cherish it more. That way you won't lose it as easily because you invested so much mm -hmm. into it. Speaking of my birthday, so I ordered a cake. I got a cake from a company called Frenchies Cake Design. So if you guys want to follow them on Instagram, it's Frenchies as F-R-E-N-C-H-Y-S, cake, C-A-K-E, designs, D-E-S-I-G-N-S. -S. I'm not sure if it's an S or a Z at the end, but you can find it. Imagine if I spelled all those words wrong. <laughs> so... I um so I ordered a two-tier cake. Now I ate the me and my friends ate the top of the cake, but I'm gonna show you the bottom half of it. It still looked pretty. So I brought it here so you guys can see. Oh <laughs> look at that cake. It says in the back there, you guys can see that. Oh my it's gosh. Like, yeah, it's huge. It's like That's amazing. with gold wash. <laughs> Thank you so much, Callum. I wish I could cut <laughs> That's you right now. <laughs> I wish too. <laughs> that's absolutely so, you know, wow. That's beautiful. <laughs> you, know, you know something, Callum? What I did was for my birthday, right? You know, when it, when I, I, um, and also another topic I want to say, please, uh, I may have to leave in uh, 10 minutes, okay? Um, yeah, yeah, we'll start to wrap up. No worries. Yeah, plan for the future. I, you know, I knew I wanted to be, you know, really extravagant for my birthday. So I didn't just mm -hmm. wait till September. Stop planning. I planned months ahead. 
you know, I said, yeah, mm-hmm. I struggle now, but when that day comes, I'll have fun, you know? But I am actually so grateful that I was able to be here with you guys and we were able to discuss. Tara, did you see the cake? Oh, no. It, like, as soon as you said the like, shout out, I just, it just, I disappeared for some reason. I don't know what happened. But um, <laughs> what do you want to so, shout out? I wanted- and who do you want to shout out? And what's some new things that are coming up? Yeah, so I got my cake made. Um, it was a two-tier cake. Me and my friends ate the top when we were at dinner. But uh, this is amazing. I wish I could slice for you guys. Word. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Only. <laughs> so, that is so, so sweet. This, so this cake, this, um, this cake was a two-tier cake. It's a black and blue velvet. It's a black velvet cake, a blue velvet cake, and a white velvet cake. Oh my God, and that's a lot wow. of sugar. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, I couldn't even think of that. That's and not I my style. Eat, I don't eat, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I know you don't eat sugar. Yeah. Eat yeah. Uh, it's like, but it's, it's good. It's, you know, cakes are for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really Sorry, great. I, I, if, for all those people that just listen to the audio, uh, do you do you I, have any well, other projects coming up, Navek, or or any other things that we can shout out? So, so hopefully, I'm having I'm doing another dance video. Okay, I'm doing another Afrobeats video. Which yeah, it was really good. You guys should take a look at I'm, that. It was really good. Thank you. Thank you. I it was well shot. I love those like spikely angles. <laughs> <laughs> even if even if you guys are not, you know, uh, uh, experienced dancers, don't worry. Um, I teach you guys the dance. You have nothing to worry about. Okay. I am looking for dancers for my next video. I want to shoot it before Thanksgiving. So if you guys are interested in dancing and learning some new choreography, but also having fun at the time. I'm gonna supply dinner, lunch because we're gonna be in there for a few hours. So I would um love if you to come out. My Instagram is a beats by Navek. Uh, that's B E A T Z B Y N I V E K. My Facebook is Kevin Navekiati. That's K E V I N. If you guys didn't know, Navek is Kevin spelled backwards. So my name is Kevin. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> but um, if you put in Kevin Nevek, it should come up. So it's K-E-V-I-N-N-I-V-A. Uh, uh, right now, that's the only thing that's going on. Um, I'm not doing my makeup one for next year. So you guys stay tuned for that. But anything else, I'll definitely keep you tuned. And I'm, I would definitely let F find your identity know um, everything that's coming up. And I'm so excited to have you here tonight. It was so much fun. Yeah, you did. You did so amazing. Yeah. So. Th- thank you. Thank you so much, Navek, for being on the show. It, it really was an honor, and I, I honestly feel like with this being our, <laughs> with this being our ninth episode, um, of the Identity Podcast, I feel like out of nine episodes, we've really and we've really been able to touch on this at the beginning show as well, but. I, we've been able to identify identity in all sorts of different realms. 
Right. But I think this episode right here and I, was I, quite possibly the best progress yeah. we've ever made with we, really identifying identity we was, as we human beings. Indeed, indeed. Let's talk about something. Yeah. We, <laughs> we talked about so so many things. Definitely couldn't have fit in an hour. We had to make it yeah. fit for sure. Yeah. So we'll definitely have you on again for sure. Mm -hmm. We just said like, um, so yeah. You want to do the thing, Caleb? Do the thing. All right. <laughs> I'll do you the thing. You guys look amazing. I, <laughs> well, yeah. Hang hang on afterwards. Um, we just have to sign off really quick, so yeah. we can say goodbye to the audience okay. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, you are listening to the Identity Podcast. <laughs> Once again, you're listening to the Identity Podcast right here on presented to you by Find Your ID NYC. Once again, you can like us on Facebook at Find Your ID NYC and our Instagram also at Find Your ID NYC. And you can check out our YouTube page at The X Shows, which you can subscribe to. And if you like the Identity Podcast, want to get to know us more or listen to us, well, Guess what? You can actually listen to our podcast on Spotify under Identity, and you can check out the podcast on the Anchor Podcast app, Google Podcasts, and many more of your podcast apps out there. Um, once again, I'm your co-host, Caleb, with my fellow co-host, Tyreek, and our uh, co-host, co slash, <laughs> <laughs> slash guest of honor. In fact, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's It's been a wonderful show full of uh, just so much discovery and, and, and discussing so much, so many things about identity. This show has really taken a uh, a variety of different topics and it's been brilliant at that and i've really been able to just listen and, and absorb everything that we've we've learned and so thank you everyone for tuning in for the interaction um again we are on our wednesday format every wednesday from 7 uh, p.m about an hour so 7 p.m eastern time next week very exciting show we're starting up our series over astrology and everything Ooh. we've got the psychic Betsy LaFay on the show. And next week is it's gonna be a big show. We've we're talking about like six different things. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a long show, but it's gonna be great. Very excited for it. Uh, so tune in. Um, thank you again for Novek for, for coming on the show. We greatly appreciate you. Yeah, we gotta have you back. <laughs> One of the founding members, FYD. <laughs> it was All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in once again, and we'll catch you next week.